0: Breakfast with Patton Heels for IMR Insurance. Get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imr.com.au.
1: Always great to have Trent Edmonds on the show to talk a little bit of racing, but... The whole interview aspect now has taken a different form, Heels, because you are now an owner, and uh, this could turn into a grilling. I hope it doesn't. I it hope won't. it doesn't, because he's always been a great supporter of the show, Trent, yep. but uh, I just hope now that you are a part owner in the uh, the racing league, mm-hmm. that uh, you might just take over the show here.
2: Yeah, well, Trent, um, good morning, mate. And how, how did you get signed up for the TRL? How did they do it?
3: Um well you just got lucky i guess <laughs> no, we, we, well you um, may you may want to take that back shortly, <laughs> <mate>. <laughs> uh we, I suppose we are just Johnny on the spot and obviously um become part of the uh queensland rogues team we uh were originally from uh, New South Wales, obviously. However, we've done a bit of a Greg Inglis and um, yeah. jumped
2: the border. Yeah, New South Wales is in Queensland. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> and, and your first horse is, uh, uh, what is it, Marone Magic, which is uh, I I Am Invincible by Unequivocal. And it there was it was yeah, named Marone yeah. Magic.
3: Yeah, so um, all of the TRL horses have got sort of a Queenslander um, Queensland sporting theme and and um, you know that fits well. I think she was named after the eight in a row um, for the state of origin side from memory. So um, okay. no, it's a good it's a good name. Yeah. Um,
1: how's she going?
3: Yeah, she's uh, got a little bit to learn, but I, I don't mind her at all. She's nice, sharp filly. So um, I suppose we'll see her, see her in the coming weeks. Uh, stepping out at the trials. Mm.
2: And we we have got a runner, the big goodbye, which is Rob Heathcote's uh, Queenslander uh, this Saturday. So there'll be twenty rogues pestering the hell out of everyone at the course. I think they they've offered up twenty tickets and twenty you know seats here and there. So uh, hopefully one day we won't be punishing you too badly, Trent.
3: <laughs> no, it's all, all good, and the more people I get to the races, the better, in my
1: opinion. Uh, well, in my opinion, mate, I, I would be advising you to
2: change your phone number fairly shortly. <laughs> <laughs> How is the form of your stables? How's everything feeling?
3: Um, we've been going horrible, no sugarcoating it. Um, Metro stats have, have been disgraceful this season, but um, hopefully we can start to make amends uh, this weekend, and as the summer heats up, we can, we can uh, get the ball rolling again with obviously some nice horses coming back into the stable, so um, it's been a, a bit testing to say the least, but um, you just got to keep poking along and uh, keep turning up, doing well, everything right, and, and um, hopefully the, the wheel turns.
1: Well, we're going to ask about our fave uh, very shortly, the Herovia. but uh, just a quick check, Vanagirl uh, raced at Flemington?
3: Yeah, she was okay. She had every chance. Um, looked to me as though she probably would even appreciate further. Um, and maybe you know, if we just ride her a little bit more negative and and let her be really nice and comfortable, uh, she can finish off even better. Um, yeah, she no no excuse there. The other day, you know, apart from the fact that we sort of have had a bit of a trouble prep with her feet um, this time round, so she's been missing a bit of work and we've been patching her up and um you know that's been a bit of a pain in the ass but uh she come out of the run as best she has this prep so that was good and she's either going to go to the ballarat cup and stay at 2000 meters or she might go to um the zipping classic i think it's massive prize money this year and it's 2400 uh at caulfield this year so um either one of those and just we'll be on weather watch and obviously her health as well um, yeah. as to where we go.
2: Is that an absolutely new strategy for the way you'd ride her, like uh, riding her negatively or more conservatively?
3: Well, not really. I mean, she when she won those, um, like she was obviously dominant as a three-year-old filly in the winter up here. Um, Brad Stewart was riding and we drew bad barriers and we just going back and he was finding finding the right um right horses to follow and whatnot, and, and giving her sort of 12 out of 10s. Um, and, and she raced well that way. She really appreciated racing like that. But uh, I just find that every time that we've rushed her up on speed or, you know, just been a little bit positive out of the barriers and sort of been, say, third defence like she was the other day or, or pretty prominent in the run, um, she doesn't find as much. So I think it's more of a case of just uh, riding her for comfort and then letting her build, it, build mm-hmm. into her uh, top
1: we better get into the Horovian, our fave. Back after a, a decent spell uh, in the Keith now at Saturday at Doomba.
3: Yeah, um, probably the biggest spell that he's had for a while and pleased to report that he's, he's super. Uh, you know, his work's been good. His trial, we only give him the one trial, but he's had a couple of course proper gallops in between races the last couple of weeks to sharpen him up. They've all been really solid and, um, well, as you'd expect from a horse of his calibre. So uh, drawn soft, Brad goes back on. We don't probably want the track to be bottomless. That, that'd that be um, against our wishes, but we can't really control that, can we?
2: You, are You You sound like you're outside, Trent. What's the weather looking like already this morning?
3: Yeah, um, pretty ordinary. <laughs>
2: oh, God, it's blowing up, is it? I don't know.
1: So, you're right, mate. I mean, it has been a while this spell, for the Horovian. I mean, I reckon the horse would probably appreciate it, wouldn't it? I mean, he's he's been a busy beast.
3: Oh, yeah, my word, he has. He's, um, you know, travelled to Melbourne. He's travelled all, all over, um, raced through the summer, had a short freshen up, and went short freshen up. Brisbane winter, I know we only had a couple of runs, but still only sort of had a couple of weeks in the paddock, and... We give him a good, a good long one now, and I think he looks every bit as good as he did sort of 12 months ago and, and better than he did in the winter, so um, all positive.
2: Oh, good luck with that. Hey, we're in the studio this morning and on the show. We've been talking about Twitter, and we talked about Steph Thornton. She just sort of blocks things and brushes things. You're, you're a Twitter uh, man who, who deals a lot there and a lot of followers. What, what's the behaviour like of your Twitter followers at times? <laughs>
3: Um, yeah, you get a you get a couple of negative Nellies, That's for sure. Um, <laughs> especially especially if a few get beaten, um, getting sworn at and, and and whatnot, and calling you all sorts of names. But oh, it's it's water off a duck's back. Um, usually they're they're faceless or nameless trolls and. Don't really
2: let it worry worry me personally. Yeah, great. That's fantastic. And Dane Zorgo's here too. Um, and he, he cops plenty of that in AFL multis.
0: Yeah, you certainly do. If you don't kick a goal or you don't get the disposals thereafter, they um they normally come after you. But they're never there when you win. They're never there when you win, Trent. They uh they don't congratulate you on the winners, they only want to know when you lose. So yeah.
3: That's exactly right, Dane. No, that's that's uh Pretty Good point, yeah. You're right, they, they like to kick you when you're down, but um, never, never a pat on the back when you're going okay. Yeah. Well, no,
1: don't worry. When Maroon Magic wins, a first Hills will be there to <laughs> pat you on the back. In fact, I think Hills might be along most days for the journey, Trent.
2: Yeah, t- no. I'm just
1: warning you, mate. I'm only warning you.
2: Happy to help, mate. I won't, I won't be a punish. No.
3: That'll
1: be good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, mate. Great to chat. And uh, you know, best of luck with, with Vanagirl uh, down south. But uh, the Horovian, you've got all of Queensland uh, watching his every move, and we'd love to see him come back bigger and better uh, on Saturday in the Keith now to Doomba.
3: Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Thanks for that.
1: Fred Edmonds joining us there, one of uh, the state's top trainers with, uh, with Toby. A, uh, T20 World Cup, we better get into that in case you've missed it today. Catch uh, all the action with the KO Minis. The KO Minis will be on today. I love watching them. Get all the highlights compounded. New Zealand, 5 for 167, defeated England, 4 for 166. So the Kiwis get a chance to avenge that that World Cup loss. when they, What was it? The amount of fours or something, the number of fours that they got. They
2: yeah, got and, a, and a dodgy overthrows call yeah. uh, as well. Uh, to, they've avenged England anyway. Now, can they avenge the the actual tournament? T20 version of the T50 of the 50-over one-day World Cup that they, they, sh- they mm, came very close to. They're the test world champion at the moment and will be for two years. So they are going extremely well in cricket and they've got a... V- a really strong team mentality. They all chipped in. Without Bolt and Guptal doing much yesterday, it was Mitchell batting through the innings and then Conway and Neesham coming in and getting Mitchell going. They, they did it all together and uh, got over a very good England side who were extremely confident at four for 106 or something uh, with New Zealand needing 57 off just four overs. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. They, they, they finished 466 and they needed 57 or
1: 4 and got it with six balls oh, to spare. That's
2: unbelievable. It's Australia, Pakistan.
1: That's tonight, oh. midnight.
2: Both It'll teams don't want to lose early wickets and both teams want early wickets when they've got the ball in their hand.
1: T20 World Cup, exclusive to Fox Cricket, available on KO. Let's get to uh, the BBL. Big day yesterday. Your heat. Uh Announced a couple uh, of new sign, well, a couple of re-signings, and also really? a, a, a big, a big partnership with Surf Life Saving, which is very important in this part of the world.
2: Yeah, and what is that Surf Life Saving partnership?
1: Well, they, they, they're just doing different promos. Uh, they had your players. i um, good to see the chairman's right on top of things here. <laughs> yeah. um, but they were out there with quite a few of the lifesavers. Shieldsy from North Clip was done up on the. He. <laughs> he managed to drag himself out of the office. Um, yeah. And they just, uh, uh, you know, alerting people to the safety of swimming between the flags. Yeah. And yeah. particularly staying out of the water at night was was another one.
2: Okay. It's the greatest volunteer organisation in the world. All right. I'd BBL reckon.
1: KFC Supercoach is back. Play today. Supercoach. Big, big headlines today with warning in there wanting to take everyone on. Uh, supercoach.com.au. You'll love it. And Dan Battens is our expert. Dan, a very good morning to you. Dan, we've got. Uh, uh, we've got you there. Sorry, mate. We we just missed you for the first couple of seconds there. Good morning to you, Dan.
0: Good morning. I thank you very much. Um, yeah, it's uh, good to be here, and I'm sure we're on a high. All on high after England uh, crumbled overnight. <laughs> <laughs> now,
2: have you been uh, analysing the Supercoach Super Coach um, ranks of this World Cup, and what, what sort of players have been going great for um, Supercoach people?
0: Yeah, it's a good question. Um, Unfortunately, a lot of these high-quality players are sort of in the IPL and not playing in the Big Bash, but I think one of the the household names of KFC Supercoach BBL over the past, you know, maybe three or four years is Rashid Khan, and he's had another strong um, uh, World Cup, um, taking plenty of wickets and bowling really economically, which is always good for for points. Um, The the one I'm really interested in, I was interested to watch um, from an Australian perspective was Aaron Finch. He's priced very favourably in KSC Supercoach BBL. Um, he had a pretty poor big bash season last year. He uh, spoke about uh, the trouble um, that he had sort of in the hubs uh, last year. But he's priced pretty much the same as, a, as some of the, the newcomers, the, sort of the, the rookies of the of the BBL world. And he uh, had a, a really strong tournament, which was good to see against some, uh, some high-quality bowlers.
1: Now, Dan, is there a couple of must-haves in your team? I mean, are they bankers that that just must go in?
0: I think that, I think there is. Um, a, a, those two names, Khan and Finch, certainly do spring to mind. Um, another one who uh, didn't play in like BBL, but has been a staple in case Supercoach BBL sides over the last few seasons is Tom Curran, uh, the English all-rounder. Um, he was one of the leading wicket-takers uh, in the 2019 edition of the BBL season and he hits, uh, um, hits at a high strike rate uh, lower in the order as well. You want players who can do multiple skills, whether it's you know someone who can uh, bowl and, and take plenty of wickets and hit some runs at the end or, or the other way around. So I think Tom Curran certainly fits the bill and as I mentioned on last week's show, uh, the Sixers actually played two games uh, in that first round along with uh, your Brisbane Heat boys heels. So, yeah, it'd be wise to stack your team with those players, particularly the ones um, who uh, do multiple skills.
2: Yeah, and now bowling, you talked about it's not just wickets, but economy uh, gets you Mm. greater ratings. And and for batting, it's runs and strike rate maybe?
0: Yeah, absolutely heels. Um, If you're you're batting it over, say, 200 like a Chris Lynn, you're going to get plenty of points if he scores. Uh, over 20 runs, which obviously often does. So he's another one uh, to consider as well. I think, it, and just going on to the the World Cup players, Mitch Marsh, um, if he isn't there, obviously has been talk that he might be playing in there, he could potentially get a, a test call up. But if he doesn't, he's another one of those uh, you know, potential must haves, I think, for the Perth Scorchers. We've seen him really thrive. Um, in white ball cricket uh, this year in particular, it's done to really hit his straps. And if he's batting at three and bowling, um, significant overs there for the scorches, he's um, at a very nice price as well at 132,000, which is about the mid-range um, sort of uh, area. So, right, eh? uh, I like him as a pick as well.
1: How's the interest been, mate? Is that the, what's the take-up amongst the, the general public?
0: Uh, I think we're absolutely smashing our numbers from last year from registrations um so yeah it's um obviously it's a, australia's uh, best fancy cricket game and it's obviously quick and easy to to sign up there at supercoach. com dot um, and dot sorry to go into the running to win that uh twenty five k prize
2: he's worn he loves his green track suit, doesn't he
0: <laughs> <laughs> he sure does and obviously you can get a your baggy green a, a you know, as a potential prize there uh, in KFC Supercoach BBL. Obviously, it's a, a baggy green tracksuit, a bit different to the, the regular baggy green we're used to. But uh, still, I'm sure if you, if you win the prize, it'll be just as treasure.
2: Yep, yep, it will be good. I, like, here, here's hoping the Aussies, uh, you know, the Maxwells and Stoynesses of the world and Warner and, and Finch get this job done, and we don't even need Steve Smith tonight
0: yeah absolutely It's been a, a really fascinating tournament. I mean I think that that South Africa game was just so crucial we saw even Stoinis and Wade in that game um who will become actually you know quite pivotal players I think in case Supercoach superco BB or maybe not Wade uh with uh, you know potential test forward commitments but stoyness I think um you know if he's batting up the order obviously as he does from the stars, he could be a very nice pick And but yeah, it's um, Shaheen Shah-Freedy, I think, is going to be the, the, the real talking point from tonight's game. If he gets uh, wickets early, then, you know, Australia could be gone. But if we get him away, then who knows?
1: All right, brilliant. Thanks, Dan. Really appreciate it. We'll stay in touch. Uh, the KFC Supercoach is back. Play supercoach.com.au. As Dan tells us, it's uh, taking it by storm, beating last year's numbers already. Time to play Australia's best fantasy cricket game. Thank you, Dan.
2: Um, We're going to take a quick break here, Hills. We've got. Sam's uh, is expensive. Daniel Sam's two (laughs) hundred and three thousand. Well, really, and ball though. You got to be careful. That's right. You got to be careful how to fit them all in. Ladbrokes betting update with Tommy Hackett coming up
1: right after this break. We will be back.